Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. everyone and welcome back to the heat wave 32 teams 32 days and we are finishing off the nfc south today with the carolina panthers i'm your host the fantasy plug tim petropolis editor-in-chief of brotofantasy.com and the fantasy football by broto app and i am joined by my brother the king of this fantasy thing and lead fantasy analyst for the fantasy football by broto app and brotofantasy.com michael petropolis what's up bro what up tim that was that was uh what up Tim? There you go. That's like, well, much, much much better. I don't know why you became southern, but better. I didn't um, know you were gonna pass it to me. Le- next, <laughs> the Dynasty Don, the fantasy encyclopedia, the lead writer at Brodo, Mr. Psych Ward, Matt Ward. What's good, bro? What's going on? Flex on him, kid. And uh Santiago Casanova, the genius of fantasy. And the lead data analyst for Brodo and the developer of the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. Right yeah, now, yeah. rocking the Vancouver Grizzlies Brian Reeves jersey. What you know about it? Fire. <laughs> Speaking Check it about, out on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, youtube.com slash Broto Fantasy if you want to see it. Um, speaking of the app, download the Fantasy Football by Broto app for free today and get every single tool you need to become your own expert and dominate fantasy football. On the app, the tools that will help you are Fantasy Player Cards, which is every single stat you need about a player on one in one place fantasy player grades usage charts a start sit tool during the season and a who to draft tool right now in the offseason player comps consistency charts game logs coaching tendencies articles podcasts waivers and advanced statistics including true throw value true target value true performance value adjusted air yards and true matchup rankings which are exclusive to brodo you can find them nowhere else and this app right now is free F-R-E-E free 100% no in-app purchases either. Yes, not the fake free that they want you to think is free. It's the real free. And the reason that is the case is because we have patrons who donate to the cause, give us a monthly fee. And for that monthly fee, we give them extras. These extras include extra waiver wire show every week, access to Broto Leagues, including the craziest league that you've ever heard of, the Unlimited League, which is all flex players, and it's two flexes, and we're going to talk about it. Like, we are going to give you, like, a sports center update every single week. We're going to talk about the start sit decisions, the the players, the the, the matchups. I don't know. If I was if I was not part of this, I would want to be part of it. So uh, the way you do it, patreon.com slash Fantasy Proven DFS cash game optimizers by cast. Access to cheat sheets, private team consultations, and... Of course, the greatest community in the world, the Brodo community over on Discord. We are jumping. And the best ball guide. And the best ball. I'm sorry, Michael. I keep doing that. And the best ball guide. Don't forget, Michael had the highest advance rate of any single person, uh, any single expert in fantasy football last year. 37.5 of his teams finished in the top two, basically cashing out. And he's teaching you how to do it in the best ball guide. For our patrons, it is absolutely free for everyone else who can purchase it right now at BrotoFantasy.com. Today, we are jumping into the Panthers. Like I said, offensive outlook. This is the third year for a guy who has my heart because he's a New York native, Mr. Matt Rule. But this one could be his last. He is on the hot seat. He's got fire on the booty. Ten wins over the last two seasons. He fired his offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, who not many people will re- remind you because it was those people talking about it. Everyone's favorite candidate to be a head coach this year was Joe Brady. Instead, he got fired week 10. So you want to hand it over to an offensive genius, right? 
Who do they hand the keys to? Ben McAdoo, who, if you haven't heard the name Ben McAdoo for a while, the last time he coached, he failed at being the Giants head coach in 2017. He's been out of the league since 2017, and now he takes over the reins as offensive coordinator for this team. Strange hire. Will it work out? There's a quarterback battle. Last year didn't look too good. 29 in points. <laughs> 29 in points per game. Past 57% of the time, that is the middle of the pack. And their PFF has their own line ranked 24th this year, which is actually an improvement uh, over where they were at this time last year. Their additions, of course, is quarterback Baker Mayfield. Running back Deontay Foreman and one of Michael's favorites, one of Brodo's favorites, Hollywood Higgins, Rashad Higgins, coming over from the Browns. Um, they drafted offensive tackle Iki Aquanu and quarterback Matt Corral. And they their subtractions, Amir Abdullah, running back, center Matt Paredes, who people are, are don't really talk about this because he's a center and no one really cares. One of the worst free agent signings in the last few years. Like, they gave him a big money contract, and he completely shit the bed after getting that cash. And then... Um, Quarterback, of course, Cam Newton, who rejoined the team last year. So let's start with the quarterbacks. I know Michael will kill me if I start talking about that I think Sam Darnold is better than Baker Mayfield. Personally, I think Sam Darnold is better, better than Baker Mayfield. Bro. But, but, but I doesn't care what I think. I don't run the Panthers. And I think right now, if you're reading the tea, tea leaves, it looks like it's Baker's job. Even though if you read the camp reports, it seems that Sam Darnold is the more consistent quarterback, but Baker Mayfield is the more splashy quarterback. They are choosing to go with that splashiness. They're going choosing to go with the big plays. Oh my God. I, am I am I saying anything but factual to information right now? No, I am saying facts to the people. Okay? No, you're like the biased media when it comes to Sam Darnold, bro. You just do whatever know, you can. Because I've seen camp reports. I've seen camp reports that Baker is clearly the best quarterback there, yeah, and that me Matt too. Corral looks special, and that Sam Darnold might be cut. So I heard. I also heard that Sam Darnold might be cut. But last I heard, but, Sam <laughs> yeah. So what was, are you doing? Was the more, I mean. I mean, it's it's cut because of the salary cap. Better than Matt Corral is. I literally, I put in my notes. Tim, we're not discussing Sam Darnold. Yeah. All right. So uh, look, let's talk about Baker. I don't want to. I'm the one who tried not to discuss him, and you brought me. You dragged me into this. All right. You dragged me. You tried very hard. That guy, man. That guy is like (laughs) this guy. He's like he's faced a lot of you know a lot of uphill battles in his career, and I feel for him. With that being said, Baker Mayfield is the quarterback. How do you feel about Baker Mayfield? I don't think there's any reason to start the year with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. So I don't you so go ahead. Yeah, look, Baker Mayfield is going outside the top 24 quarterbacks in ADP. Obviously, that makes sense. Um he has shot up a little bit since he got traded to Carolina as the assumed new starter. He's I'm assuming he's going to be the new starter and look, his rookie season was a historic one. I mean, he threw 27 touchdowns and people thought he was well on his way to being a force in the league. And then it went downhill from there. Um, Coaching changes, not being able to mesh with OBJ, injuries to his receivers, things of that sort. He also went 26-8 and a couple years ago in a more game manager style uh, type of QBing for him. Last year was rough. Obviously, he has not matched what people wanted him to be when he was taken um, first overall in the draft. But now he gets a fresh start here in Carolina. Like you said, Tim, Ben McAdoo, I'm not really sure why they brought him in. But there was a time where Giants fans loved Ben McAdoo before they hated him when the offense was actually doing well. Um, So we'll see how that goes. Like everyone hated Mike McCarthy, too. And then he went to Dallas and people started loving him. And this is what happens with NFL coaches. If they if their team isn't doing well, people start hating him. If it starts doing well, they love him again. 
Same thing with Doug Peterson. Eagles fans out of nowhere started hating Doug Peterson after he won a Super Bowl for them. So I'm not looking too much into that's Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Philly's, Philly's rough. <laughs> I feel them. I'm from New York. New Yorkers are the same way. But yeah, now you got Baker Mayfield in Carolina. Look, he has DJ Moore's wide receiver one. Uninspiring receivers otherwise with uh, like Terrace Marshall, Robbie Anderson and company. I'm not interested in those guys. But DJ Moore, this is probably the best quarterback he's played with. Hopefully he could, uh, you know, surpass four touchdowns this year. I think Baker Mayfield is going to have fun throwing to DJ Moore. He has Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield to throw to. I think this is a better, like, real-life fit than it is for fantasy. Um, I think they're going to, you know, just work their offense through Christian McCaffrey. But I do think Baker Mayfield has a chance to work his way into uh, to be, like, a solid QB2 this year if he's able to become a consistent producer in the Carolina offense and really mesh with the uh, the team they have there. Because it's it's not like it's a terrible supporting cast. It's a pretty solid supporting cast. And if their offensive line could improve a little bit, he might uh, he might be better than he was in Cleveland, at least last season. All right. Uh, with that being said, let's get into the wide receivers that he's talking about because you just touched on them a little bit. So let me not waste any more time. Uh, you touched on all the guys already. So how are we feeling about the wide receivers? DJ Moore, like that's that's where the name or the list you broke of names up a little bit starts and finishes. You broke up a you broke up a little bit right there. What did you say about DJ Moore? I mean, that's where the name that's where the list of names should start and finish for wide receivers that you want to draft on the Carolina Panthers. Um, and even then, I mean, man, it's like DJ Moore's never been a wide receiver one in points per game in his career. Um, Baker's an upgrade from Sam Darnold, regardless of what propaganda Tim Tim tries to spread. Um, but <laughs> It's not like, I don't know. DJ Moore just really needs a quarterback, man. Like he's shown every ounce of efficiency and incredible big playability and ability to earn targets at an elite alpha rate. Like he's shown it all. He ranked fifth in target share last year at 28.4%. Like guys ahead of him were like Devonte Adams, uh, Cooper cup, like a, he, fifth in air yards share as well. 11th in target rate at 28.3%, but he was wide receiver 23 in points per game. Um, only had four touchdowns, like Mike said, which is a common occurrence for DJ Moore. He's Mr. Four. Um, he was wide receiver 59 in true target value, though. So, like, again, he can take really bad opportunities and still produce incredible games and, and worthwhile fantasy points. But right now you're drafting him at wide receiver 15, 42nd overall. And that is essentially the ceiling that he has shown up until this point in his career with the type of quarterback play that we can expect. He's never really gone above and beyond. You know, it's pretty hard to like quadruple a wide receiver 59 true target value, and he's but he's doubled them consistently. These these low, you know, low value opportunity seasons. Um, so he can put up the numbers, but at that cost, that is essentially the highest he has ever scored in his career. And we, you know, something that I've reiterated many times in the heat wave is like drafting players at their ceiling is not something that I'm super interested in because you don't have like much wiggle room for the cost that you're spending on them. Like they have to outperform that. And I, he's never done that. My gut is telling me the same thing that it's that you're telling us right now, because in my mocks or in any in any situation I've been in, I haven't pulled the trigger on DJ Moore. Not once. I have no shares of G DJ Moore right now. And the talent is undeniably there. Like he ranked second behind only Justin Jefferson in true air yards. And he was first in unrealized true air yards. Like the, the kid just needs a quarterback, but like Baker isn't rookie Baker anymore. 
Um, he's definitely not in that offense and he's, you know, I think if we see 30 touchdowns from Baker Mayfield this season, that would be an absolutely incredible jump that nobody's really expecting. <laughs> and I don't really think that that's, you know, what you want when you're drafting DJ Morris, because essentially in that position, you've taken one running back probably, and you're drafting him as your wide receiver one. Uh, any other, there's no other, it's just DJ Moore. And, and that's the end of that. I mean, uh, you're not going to, you're yeah. not touching Terrace Marshall or Robbie Anderson. Like, and, and if you're thinking nah. about grabbing them as like late flyer picks, like those are late flyer picks that you're going to burn and have to use a <laughs> waiver wire spot on. Yeah. I, uh, I did the, uh, tr- overall finish points per game report, where it looks at players who, where they ended and where their points per game was. And Robbie Anderson ended as like wide receiver 70 or something. So you'd think like, Maybe he got hurt or something, but like this dude was like 85th in points no. per game. He was yeah, he just had eight point game. He was just, one points per game. Insane. That's it. Bro, every was, game. It was so <laughs> frustrating to to watch last season. And like on, oh, on the note God. of Robbie Anderson, I think because it's late enough in the summer, people forgot. Like he retired already. Like he retired he? this off season. Yeah, yeah. Robbie forgot Anderson about that. retired. <laughs> yeah, and was like, Sir, I don't want to play football anymore. And then was like, Oh yeah. I'm, Still under contract and can make like eight million guaranteed if I just show up. So yeah, I did not remember. He's that. just gonna show up. Yeah, man. <laughs> Robbie 100%. Anderson is he straight I, up posted that he's retired from football. Like that Robbie Anderson is this. someone that we, we as Jets fans we watch closely and we always thought was very overrated. Um, um I mean, no, I remember the time where like uh Sam's rookie season and they had a couple good games to end the season and and he thought maybe maybe it was uh the the year. Maybe it was the start of a franchise, Robbie and Sam. Well, the they, well, he had together. He had a pretty good year that second yeah. year after yeah. Sam had. So it it kind of came to fruition, sort of. But like, he's always been overrated because I feel like people think that, especially because of the contract he got. Like he got he got like a number one B type contract, and he's definitely not a one B. Um, with that being said. Let's go on to the Brodo tip of the day, which is not the 1B ever. It's the 1A, baby. And one of the things that we have here is in the stats section, we have consistency charts. And it's one of the more, most important things because it lets you know who is consistent. How many times did this guy finish as a RB, wide receiver, quarterback, tight end? One, two, or three. So, Cass, show the people. Cass, you're on mute. Of course. My brother. Like uh, Tim said, it's in the player oh, stats man, he did it section. Again. I think that's Cass three is muted. times. There it is. No, that's three times. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like Tim said, it's in the stats section, as you can see. I'm looking at running backs right now. You can see how many times they finish as an RB1, RB2, RB3, and RB4 or worse. We just, like, bend those all together because they don't matter. Uh, you can see Jonathan Taylor was RB1 11 times, RB2 two times, and RB3 one time, and then a crap performance there. And you can sort, like, if you want to see who was was RB3 the most? It was Mike Davis with five performances. If you want to see, that, that's disgusting. By the way, he didn't make the top 12 even once. Like RB2, Josh Jacobs, shocker, right? So, yeah, this is a very good tool to, to check uh, those types of things out. All right, another tool, another day on the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. Uh, and we have a cool tool for you next time. So I definitely can't wait for, for that one because – we're we're seeing which one should it be, which one should it be? And Matt mentioned it before. Um, true air yards. So if you want to know about true air yards, uh, check in tomorrow. Uh, with that being said, yeah. let's go on to our next position. 
and that is the running backs. Uh, everyone knows who the running back is for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, one of the better. No, Christian McCaffrey is the man. And the only worry you have about Christian McCaffrey is can he stay on the field? Because even when he's on the field in an injury-shortened year, he's still amazing. Last year in his game that he played, he was an RB1 every time. Um, how can you get better than Mr. Christian McCaffrey? He put up over 20 fantasy points without scoring a touchdown. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say that you can get better than Christian McCaffrey. So, uh, Cast, talk to the people about Mister Mister McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean injuries are a part of the game, especially for running backs. They're just banging into into linebackers a couple dozen times per game, and and that's just gonna injure you eventually. And uh, it happened to Christian McCaffrey a couple years in a row now. But I'm I'm not taking that into account when you consider where he's being drafted, in my opinion. So. RB1 overall, RB2 overall, 101, 102. I'm not mad at it. That's, I think, around his range. He had a down year last year, even in points per game. And uh, target share, he had a 17.8 target share, as we've established. That's elite, even for wide receivers. And he has, like, has a good grasp on, on the backfield. We all know that. So, like, draft him. <laughs> 101 if you want. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm personally drafting JT over him, but just very, very, very slightly. And also depends on the type of league. PPR, probably going CMC. Standard, most likely going JT. But he's Christian McCaffrey. That's- I will say that I will say this. That I obviously I agree. So, so I, I didn't say something about JT that I wanted to say, so I'm gonna say it now. Um a lot of people are saying that JT it's hard to repeat as RB1 two years in a row. It's very hard. Yeah. People don't do it. Uh, and one of the things that they're saying is be careful because he had a very low output for a running back one last year. So those, so people are correlating those two things together with, I think that he's less likely to be RB one this year, but I think there's a perspective where you could say he has a lot more room to grow. Jonathan Taylor, Right. So he can score more. We've seen crazier seasons than Jonathan Taylor had last year when he finished RB one. So I think that I'm still going Jonathan Taylor because I know, um, what I'm getting with Jonathan Taylor, there's no if ends or buts about it, and then and then Christian McCaffrey's my 102. Uh, but that's just personal. I don't have any yeah. issue with anyone going uh, 101 with Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely um, agree. Yeah. Does anyone else have any thoughts about uh, Mr. McCaffrey before we move on to the tight ends? I mean, He's certainly the the Chuba higher Hubbard. upside pick. Oh, you want to talk about Chuba Hubbard? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, like you got uh, Chuba Hubbard and, and Donta Foreman as the uh, the backups. And that's an interesting, interesting case because Foreman was had a very similar role to what uh, Hubbard had last season when when McCaffrey went down, like uh, similar target share, similar rushing share, etc. But instead, uh, with the he was with the Titans, and he outperformed Hubbard, even with uh, even I think he he had both a lower uh, target share, a lower rush share in their respective offenses, and he outperformed in points per game. Uh, Chuba Hubbard. So I think if CMC were to go down again, uh, third year in a row, bad luck. They don't hold. Uh, they don't hold standalone value as a as a handcuff because they're they're gonna vulture each other uh, effectively. In my opinion, I know uh, Foreman's old, Chuba's young, and whatever. But they brought him in for a reason. And I think if McCaffrey were to go down, they're gonna split carries. Gonna be absolutely useless for fantasy. Both of them. That's that's just how I see it. Let's all right. Let's go over to the tight ends. I guys, if if we had to, if it wasn't for Kyle Pitts, the tight end position in the NFC South 
would be literally the, a dumpster fire of like n- unusable Tommy Tremble, Ian Thomas. Those are the names of the guys that you're never going to use on your fantasy team. I yeah. mean, do we have to let's let's save the people some time. I wonder how many people out there actually know who Tommy Tremble even is. Tommy, make it, your knees he makes tremble. opponents tremble. Yeah, but Tommy Tremble is like it. Nick Boyle. Like that. That's really that. That's his best comp. Nick Boyle is essentially the Ravens' de facto fullback, and that's what Tommy Tremble is. He's a fullback. Okay, well there you go. Uh, Ian Thomas, Tommy Tremble, no reason to the roster. These guys. Let's get into our bold predictions. All right, you already know what's coming, so I don't even got to tell you. Sam Darnold takes over and outperforms Baker Mayfield when the time is right, when everyone realizes what they made this man go through. This man is like, he's like a prisoner of war of the NFL. It's like, yo, Jesus. I hate, I hate what the, the, the NFL has done. They've chewed this young man up and spit him out. And Tim, it's time please. Him get <laughs> You're killing me. You're Michael killing Euro. me, <laughs> I, I should just make it something about Baker Mayfield now, right? Just to sure. spite you. I'll say Baker will be a top 20 quarterback. That's not hot at all. And, and you had an English yeah, accent dog, when you said on. Baker out of nowhere. I think Baker. I think Baker I did not have an English accent when I said Baker. Listen back. Oh, okay, Baker. Hey, yeah, yeah. Fine. I'm gonna make it spice something spicier. How about DJ Moore scores more than four touchdowns? <laughs> oh, no, that's not. That actually oh, is spicy because it's never happened. Man, people, people too much with the mathematics. Sometimes DJ Moore is small, and he's not. He's, he doesn't have the end zone. Uh, he doesn't have the end zone prowess just as a player. Yes, people who are people average. Look at Matt's face. I don't know. People average more. Yards that I mean, people average more opportunities like than he does. I get it and all that stuff, but he's just he's just never been a guy who scores touchdowns in his entire career. And and you can't say, oh, I just yeah. I just didn't know that six one and two twenty was small, bro. He plays small, bro. He when's Yo, the last time when's the last time you saw DJ Moore dome somebody? Never. Same six three two twenty five. So like everyone's small to Tim, bro. Yeah. The guys play small. He does. And six one is a stretch, bro. You see him on the field; he is not six one. He's tall. He's the same size as all these corners. I six one is a stretch, brother. I do think six one's a bit of a stretch. That's a but, stretch. But man. still, Tim, you're when your quarterback's throwing like fucking fourteen touchdowns on the season, it's oh, hard okay. to score more than four touchdowns. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, so the it's 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 his. Okay, so DJ Moore sucks and Sam Darnold's nice. Yeah, I was gonna say the same good thing. episode for you. I, I didn't say I didn't say that D- Sam Darnold is nice. <laughs> I said he didn't get a fair shot. All right, relax. All right, Matt, you're up. Hey, Sam Darnold gets cut. <laughs> there you go. That's not bold either. Uh, um, Cass, you're up. It's bold enough. Cass, you're up. Uh, I don't know how bold this is, but I'm going to go with DJ Moore, wide receiver one. Just make it chalky. Not overall, Tim. Yeah, it's the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just top 12. Dog, top 12. This, this is a yeah, team. The that Panthers are a tough team. Any yeah, success is bold. Yeah, it doesn't seem yeah, like, like I have two, two candidates. Either it was uh, DJ Moore as a wide receiver one, or they're contenders for the first overall pick next year. Those are my two two bold. Yeah, picks, I was. But... I think that I think the Panthers are more likely to be the worst team in the NFL than DJ Moore is to score ten touchdowns. I mean, that, yeah, I, I just, I just went with more uh, fantasy relevant take. I don't know, yeah. guys. This is a good defense. 
Let's not forget about the Panthers. The Panthers. I don't know what that has to do with them scoring touchdowns. Jeremy I mean, CMC's Chain. back. I think that the Panthers could surprise people this year. Yo, I got Jeremy Chain in our dynasty, and he was clutch last season with his touchdowns. <laughs> boom, boom. All right, Jeremy Chain is defender for those who don't know. Yes, yes. I, I just he I scored just, a couple of touchdowns. I just uh, I'm in I'm in the draft. Oh yeah, right now, and I just took uh in the fourth round of the rookie draft. I took uh someone. I can't nice. remember who. Not, oh, not cool. that's, that's what yeah. usually happens in, in drafts. But... Yep, there you go. I took some. Nice. With that breaking news, we will come to you next time with the last um, division. We waited as long as we could. The AFC North. Uh, with that being said, peace out, everyone. If you want to see us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Broto Fantasy. Um, it's not, you know, we're not really a video-centric uh, podcast. The, the algorithm, um, The algorithm rewards consistency. And we're consistent. But you got to press play. And if you keep pressing yeah, play, yeah. we will give you the video content. But if not, you know, our, our people are more, um, are more, uh, Michael just dropped the mic, are more writing in podcast uh, centric. So we'll just keep doing that for sure. Yeah, well, this um, pod should have ended like seven minutes ago, Tim. All right. <laughs> Peace. See Later. ya.